You're listening to Royal Ramble. Let's get ready to rumble! Oh, Michael, this is going to be fun to watch. Welcome to episode 8 of Royal Rambles. We have a very special episode today. I know we promised you guys a special episode with a special guest on episode 9 or 10, but we've, he's, he couldn't wait to come. We've brought him here. We have in the studios Mark from Wishlist, the host, also went to WrestleMania. So glad to have you here. Thank you for coming. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, Arvin told me all about this podcast when yes. we were in Orlando. And yes, I'm very excited to be on. Got a lot of stories to share and uh, a lot to talk about, obviously. Payback coming up as well, so yeah, be very exciting. Thanks for having me. Fun fact: This is the number one wrestling podcast in Malaysia because really? it's the only podcast in Malaysia. So. Hi. And we also have the Astro producer here, Ashwin. Thank you for having all, me. All, he's actually everywhere in any wish list and in the TV and stuff. Just that he's behind the camera, but he's, he's the, like the most important person. Welcome, Ashwin. Uh, not really. Thank you. And your United he's, fan, he's Vince McMahon. He's wow. <laughs> he's Vince. He's Vince with the with the thing. In the yeah, yeah. and he's a United fan, so of course makes him legit. United. And uh, sorry, I am Belvin Gill, president of the Malaysian Wrestling Fan Club. Alongside me, the two hosts, two guys are always here because we still cannot find a replacement because of budget issues. So we have Arvin and Suresh. Woo! And yeah, and we're sharing one mic because we have no, we have no budget. Exactly, man. I feel like in a basement right here, man. Give us a mic each, lah, Bell. Come or on. Maybe after this, you can replace Arvin, one of us. Yeah. So you can make that is actually one of the. We're gonna make your dreams come true. I'm the bridge between <laughs> that and this, all right? Yeah. So um, we will speak about that because I've been trying for seven episodes. So. <laughs> So we'll, we'll do the contract talks after the uh, show. We yeah. will, yes. Uh, good. Oh, God, I'm so happy now. Guys, <laughs> so I think I'll just look at... <laughs> 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 I'm just kidding. Uh, okay, we're start right away with Wishlist. Today is actually... Uh, you'll get to hear this podcast, I think. Now it should be about 8 o'clock right now. So the, there's a Wishlist the, uh, for today. The last screening today will be at 11.30 on Astro. Uh, Mark, just tell me what episode... will it, uh, What channel will it be on on Astro? Uh, 810 and 831 Yep There was a show today at 2 o'clock That was the first screening There's another one at 7 And the last one be at 11 And those who have seen it Say it's really amazing For those who want to go to WrestleMania See how the experience is As a fan Especially going through with Wishlist Watch it because it's truly A dream come true I mean last week's episode Mentioned how amazing The show was And uh, any additional words You've watched the episode How how do you feel? I've watched it And I will definitely be watching The second and the third screening again You love love watching yourself? (coughs) No, it's okay. just the em- just the emotions of the show. I think <laughs> yeah. it's the ultimate like ultimate thrill ride is WrestleMania, right? This was a roller coaster of emotions. You see a lot of comedy, you see a lot of love moments of motivation. I think it's just a very very fun show for wrestling fans, especially and even for the general public. I think we'll enjoy it as well. Cool. Um, we also want to plug the show. We also want to mention this. We mentioned in the last uh, podcast as well that those who want to go for Wishlist, those who have not only wrestling, talking about basketball, badminton, and those guys are going to Australia for Sudirman Cup um, and all this stuff. If you want to go there and you know there's a Wishlist coming out, we want you guys to submit your entries. Tell us why it's your dream to go there. Arwin has given all the tips last week as well about what you can do. We want your wish to come true. We want all you guys to experience what Arwin and a lot of them have experienced. I know these guys just came back from uh, the El Clasico as well, Madrid and Barcelona. So stuff like that, which you, I know you always wanted to go, but not everybody can afford it. So to go, and even if you can buy and afford to go, like Arwin, as you, I'm sure you will attest to, you can't buy stuff 
what you experience at WrestleMania. You even get like the platinum seats at WrestleMania. You don't get experience like what you had. No, it's different. I think the Wishlist experience actually gives you the opportunity to really feel like you're part of the entire crew. Yep. You're with the wrestlers. You're actually living it day in day out. I think it's a very different experience, and I think it's experience which, like I said, on the show. My- um, Ashwin, you were there, and yep. Mark, you were there at WrestleMania. How how was it? How was the watching it at WrestleMania in Orlando with what eighty almost eighty thousand people watching Undertaker retire? The amount of things that happened. Yep. How do you take it? Well, at first it felt like Malaysia because it was absolutely hot, <laughs> like nice. crazy when yeah. we arrived over there. Uh, it was different than what we went through Dallas. Yep. The year before we went, yep. uh, obviously IS and another winner, Kassin was there as well. Yep. Uh, this year. Obviously, we managed to go in and watch from the pre-show all the way up to the whole show. Yep. It was something... It was just amazing. Personally, having been on a lot, most of the, the wishlist trips, obviously, when it comes to wrestling, because I'm a wrestling fan, I tend to bond with the winners more. Of course. And we all... And particularly me, me and Mark, we always talk about wrestling most cool. of the time. Awesome. So, to experience that with... Experience it again, it's really a, a dream come true. Awesome. Uh, watching The Undertaker... It's a funny story though I'll tell you this funny story So tell, Please do All of us We were having all these Predictions and going on And we were all yeah. were thinking You know Is, is The Undertaker Going to retire yeah. today And then Someone I will not mention names <laughs> But he's here today Okay Alright He comes and tells me You know what Ash uh, Can you please not have The cameras on me uh, Towards the end of the match Because he's like I was like Why I was like uh, Oh you know If Undertaker loses I'm going to walk out And I'm like That's good That's good TV <laughs> He's yeah. like, no, 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 please, please, please. It's like, I, I, seriously, I cannot, I cannot take it. I, yeah. I won't. I, I just don't know. I'll probably go crazy. I'll just walk out. I'll just walk out. Wow. So I was like, okay, fair enough. I'm like, all right. Then, but then I told the cameraman, so like, you better roll <laughs> when it comes to that Undertaker yeah. match. Yeah. And so just to be safe, I took out my phone and I started rolling as well. <laughs> and then Undertaker came. This guy just said that. So. <laughs> I won't mention names, but... Just randomly, Arvin. Yeah. This yeah. happened to ask you. Yes, uh, yes. Wh- Why do you think the guy would have said that and then not walk off? Just in your opinion. Oh, yes, for yes. that I, guy. I, I, that I, I can feel what the guy would feel. Yeah. I can feel like I'm in, in his shoes, right? right? I might okay. not be the person, but I can okay. feel like I'm in his shoes, okay. right? So I think that the guy would have walked off like I would have walked off. Uh-huh. But the fact that the Undertaker came back in the ring and yeah. did that moment that every wrestling fan will never forget... Yeah, I I wouldn't wanted the guy to walk off because right. he wouldn't want to miss that. Okay, you know? yeah. I, I I would have liked it if the guy originally like, walked walked yeah. away. You know, could you imagine the scenario? What you see on TVs and reality TV? Perfect TV. They walk away and then they're so upset. And then yeah. they just come back and it. You know, it, it, I don't know what Mark thinks about and it. And the wishes writing to be off. Yeah, exactly. You know yeah. 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 Another yeah. reason why you should replace our yeah. bus exactly. because we deliver our promises. Exactly. I agree. We don't walk away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, know, you promise good TV, oh, okay. and then oh, you yeah. end up oh, with that. Yeah. 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 You know? It is good TV. At Eleven PM later. <laughs> <laughs> Better, better. Yes. 11.30. <laughs> so, uh, so you get Mark to say, um, do you want to send in your wish list? Uh, where, what email should they send in? Your okay, so first of all, check out our Instagram page, yep. which is at TV, because the best thing about that is we always have competitions. I mean, we've just done the Sodomon Cup one. Uh, we obviously done NBA, the WrestleMania, we did the El Clasico. Um, so there's always stuff going on. So check out that, and you never know what's going to come up. And also... 
this is a wrestling podcast, of course, and wrestling, I think, is second most watched sport in Malaysia. So, obviously, we want to cater to our viewers. So, there's going to be a lot of wrestling things. So, obviously, next year, WrestleMania could happen again. Maybe SummerSlam, Royal Rumble, you never know. So, just sure. always keep your eyes out. Yeah. I heard I already submitted this email for WrestleMania next year. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe this time you'll walk out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so coming to uh, WWE, we have uh, tomorrow morning, we have Payback, which is the first pay-per-view post-WrestleMania, and uh, we're going to have, uh, for the first time ever, Suresh, we're going to have House of Horrors match. Now, we've never had a House of Horrors match, it's a, it's a Bray Wyatt thing. Uh, I remember Mark mentioned it could be something like uh, Abyss doing his uh, Asylum match. So, what... What uh, expectations do you have of this House of Horrors? It's not a title match now with Randy Orton. Yeah, it's, not, it's no longer a title match. They just announced that. So the thing is, I'm expecting it to be Bray Wyatt winning this. Yeah. Okay, because the thing is, you can't have a gimmick match once and have him lose it. It doesn't make it relevant anymore for future installments. Yep. Yeah, but the thing is, what could happen during that? Do you think it'll be in the ring or be outside? Do you think it'll be in the ring or do you think they'll have like some backstage House of Horrors? Because he's kind of said that Every room you go into is going to be like another horror. So how are they going to set up the ring in this one? They're going to have the projection thing like WrestleMania. That they probably that was horrible. That was horrible. I heard. That was horrible. (laughs) Or it could be a literal house. Could be. So our expectations are quite high, isn't it? We we are expecting something different. I expect Sister Abigail to come back. Somewhere. Okay. Somewhere. But it's Bray Wyatt, so the expectations are going to be low. Because they always don't deliver. You know, it's the same with how they booked Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt. Like... It was such a big hype. We thought I thought Luke Harper would a triple threat match, which I thought would have been awesome because I thought he deserved that. And then they went with Van Jorton winning, which was just I mean it was a surprise. It's, so it's good to surprise. You know the uh, best part in WrestleMania when that happened, you yeah. should have seen his face. I was really annoyed. So really annoyed. Upset. So Is it the feeling of Bray Wyatt once again getting screwed over? Why, why do they make him lose? He's meant to be this like badass guy that you know always wins. He does cuts all yeah. these good promos. Yeah. But if you can't deliver in the ring, what's the point of doing all these promos? That's it's ridiculous. And I think this House of Horror match is kind of like meant to be his his thing. But I think he's probably going to lose because it's, just, it's Bray Wyatt, isn't it? You know? yeah. I think it boils down to Vince not liking guys with that physique. They did the same thing with Kevin Owens. But then why give him that massive push? Yeah. Because I think they got such an amazing character. And yeah. They just don't know what to do with him. Because no, he doesn't fit the mold. They, they, they keep doing this. They, it's like push stop, push stop, push stop with Bray Wyatt, with Kevin Owens. No, now with Samoa Joe. So yeah, Samoa yeah. Joe. Well, the, I think the writing was already on the wall when, when Randy Orton won the Royal Rumble. Yep. And you know, they, hold, they played this whole thing that, oh, I, do, I don't want to wrestle you at WrestleMania. And then everything changed. That just didn't make sense to me. Why Why is that? We probably don't know. Mm. But it seems to be that whenever you feel that this guy is going to get a proper push, suddenly somebody mm. WWE just, you know, throws I, them to the, to I the remember, hole. I remember Arwin mentioning that nobody's going to remember in a year Bray's title run. It was just yeah, like exactly. a placeholder yeah. for yeah. Randy to come no, in. No, no, yeah. no. I think it's a reoccurring team. Every time he'll kill, he'll probably, like I agree with Mark, he might lose to Randy and he'll show up the next night and target someone for no apparent reason. Finn Balor now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, Finn Balor, and then he'll lose again. Yeah, he lose again. And then he'll start start all over again. So it's it's very sad to see what's happened with him. Actually, there's a interesting opportunity to reintroduce Bo Dallas, unite those brothers. Believe that. <laughs> believe that. <laughs> believe that. 
The guy is buried somewhere right now. He's not even on TV. So it's a nice opportunity to reintroduce well, him. Considering he's teaming with Titus O'Neil in Singapore for the match, I don't think it's going to be too. Dream just went. The thing which is actually the positive thing is the this whole build up of Braun Strowman. Done it so well. Uh, all with but they've made like segments and entire show built around Braun Strowman. We had collapse thing, which is the third time it's happened, but this time somebody actually stood up, which is Braun. Built him up really well. Get opinion of um, or Mark. Um, we we all love Roman Reigns so much. Our favorite wrestler. He's the inspiration of the podcast. He, he, he creates all this yeah, amazing yeah. atmosphere. Um, is he being built all this time and effort and money, TV time being built just to lose? Do you feel? Roman Reigns Right here's the thing Braun Strowman is a great wrestler Great athlete Great on the mic But once again WWE Right The Andre the Giant battle Well Okay They brought him up so well before that So why did Mojo win? Why didn't they let him win that? And it's the same with This match They're going to build him up He's going to kick so much Wrestlers In you know Places And then He's probably going to lose to Roman Reigns And then it's just going to be like like a graph It's going to go up yep. And down and up Why don't not keep him hot yep. And then get a food With you know Brock Lesnar or something It's just It baffles me sometimes I think the obsession With Roman Reigns Is so bad now That it, they just lost The plot with everything else It's yeah, just but Roman Like what we spoke about before I think He headlined Three WrestleManias already Yep And I think it's Pretty obvious that They look at him As the guy That's going to replace John Cena You yep. know And no matter what Whatever the fans say like we were at Raw the, the very next day after WrestleMania the, the Raw was oh. the best and, and, like 15 and minutes wow. of just exactly. and I, I don't know how much you, you guys saw that over here because when I saw the reruns it was very very quick yeah. but when we were there for a good 15 minutes people were booing people were asking him to they were go like, away fuck off Roman fuck yeah, you they were asking him to yeah, like was, retire yeah, yeah. and that's kind of heat that I think they wanted him to get yeah. he tried you know? He tried to, yeah. to say his line so exactly. many times and it's just delete 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 delete, 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 delete. <laughs> so I think yes everything is pushed to push Roman Reigns and this yeah, Braun Strowman is going to be the same he's going to go on he's going to beat Braun Strowman yeah. they're going to set something on Brock Lesnar he's going to beat Brock Lesnar clean and he's going to be champion I think that's where we all hope it doesn't go there yeah, but but we can feel it but I agree with, with what Bell said a couple of weeks ago that actually that, that part on Raw after Mania the reason they brought him out at first to get that was to tire the crowd out yeah. Yeah. so he comes out they tire him out after 15 minutes so throughout the show you forget about him because he's done his segment the fans, right? yeah. the fans don't hijack the show they don't hijack the show so he's done it yeah. and then he walks off but yeah I, I think what we got on TV is a minimal compared to what you saw yeah yeah um, just, I think that's a fact the, the, the reason the whole reason why Mojo won is just because he's best friend with, with the Gronk that was stupid and, 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 uh, and, and, and I thought Sami Zayn should have won yeah, but I think the the, the only they wanted to have a celebrity because I think they didn't get it with uh with what's his name uh, Shaq. Shaq, Shaq uh, yeah. There's a lot of Shaq. Apparently, just a fun fact. Uh, he mentioned in the interview last week was supposed to have the match with Big Show, and then they were, and then you know Big Show became this six pack and and grew, because yeah. he knew it was his last big WrestleMania moment. Uh, and then WWE came back a few weeks later and said, no, "We're going to do like a triple three on three tag team match and this and that." They kept changing the plans, and then Shaquille O'Neal said, "You know what? I'm done." 
um, I'm going to do my own thing. So he actually went and took up a few more bookings and then WWE called him a month later and said, no, cancel everything. You're going to have your match with Big Show, one-on-one. And by then he said, I'm already booked up for other stuff. Right. So Big Show's entire last WrestleMania moment was completely wiped off because yep. WWE just couldn't decide what to do. So I think having the Gronk at WrestleMania was important to have a celebrity there. And that's why Mojo Rawley benefited. Uh, and that's why, like, I, I know what you're saying because Big Show and Braun got kicked out really yeah. fast. But if you look at Mojo Rawley as well, you, what has he done since he won? Nothing. They should have gave it to yeah. the Punjabi warrior. You know what I mean? Yeah. If he's yeah. the Maharaja. The Maharaja. Maharaja. Yeah, Suresh was, I don't know why. I bet you guys But yeah. yeah. If you see like Baron Corbin when he won the Andre the Giant, he had a good push. Yeah, yeah. But what what has Mojo done? Nothing. So it's ridiculous actually the way the way a lot of superstars get buried. Just a fun fact: when Baron Corbin won it last year, yeah. he didn't get a push until like what six four months ago. Yeah, but still, so he he still he was there. He was still true, getting he true. was still getting but something, but he's not getting buried. Like but then Mojo you ask your right question: now. What's going to happen to Mojo Rawley in six months from now? Yeah. Unless he teams up again and you know. He does have a lot of charisma, he's, he's gonna wait for his and all bro. that. He has a nice uh team and no catchphrase. And nobody <laughs> cares. Yeah. So if you ask me the worst moment of wishes, yeah. me and Alvin when he won, we were not happy. <laughs> we were not <laughs> No, but the thing is, is Andre the Giant Memorial Battle that has no value. They should like tie it to something. You That's become yeah. so. They should uh, mention this yeah. to, to like if you win that, you get like an IC title or US yeah, title match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the show, like later on, like so, it's like a build yeah, up, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. So, um, so yeah, paybacks tomorrow. We have um, the big show. Oh, sorry, the big show. Braun Strowman. Sorry, they look the same. Braun Strowman versus Roman Reigns. Uh, we have uh, the House of Horrors match, which we are really looking forward to. So, they should have an inter- interesting point about. Um, the mid card is getting good matches, and uh, what what's your problem with that? Yeah, the thing is, since the superstar shake up, a lot of mid carders are getting pushed right now. You got people like Jinder Mahal, uh, Samoa Joe. The thing is, my worry is that the way they're writing the stories storylines now, if these guys lose at payback, they, they where do they go from there? Mm. You know, the thing is, exa- the, the, the thing is that for example, if Samoa Joe yep. loses, he'll end up being. One of those lackeys for Triple H, similar to what happened to Kevin Owens. True. Yeah. So, that is that's, that is an interesting point because Seth Rollins is going up against Samoa Joe, which Seth Rollins is slated to win. So, if Samoa Joe loses, then what's the momentum? It has to be momentum. This guy was a huge top star in TNA and ROH and then he went to NXT, became a top star. Now, you're going to push him to meet card. He'd be like a good meet card and he doesn't deserve that. Or maybe he just hasn't had the proper feud yet. Uh, I'm just going to go over to SmackDown. Um... Which I think is an amazing show. We're getting the underdogs. Underdogs getting pushed in the right way, Suresh, compared yeah. to Raw, where people like Brizengo, uh, yeah, uh, marks a fan of uh, their dance, their have, wrestling. Have, have, have you seen them off uh, WWE TV though, like on YouTube? They're so, I think they're so entertaining. Like, there's no one like them. You get like so many big wrestlers that yeah. are the same. They are completely unique, different. They're yeah. funny. I think the fans actually do quite like them. If you listen to the the live shows like they get a good pop and you know what I would love I don't think they're going to win the titles but I would love it if they did but they're not yeah. <laughs> are they still a fashion police thing throwing out tickets yeah still, I think it's a funny gimmick <laughs> and I saw them on Talking Smack as well and they were so funny like, they were amazing JBL you saw that yes it? yes that's oh, what so yeah. funny, right? <laughs> I know why I know why Mark likes them so much it's a selfie thing, isn't it? I'll tell you after the show oh yeah Mark yeah. likes <laughs> selfies Tyler huh? Breeze has got competition trust me ah yeah, my okay. selfie skills are. We are. Point. I asked him when I was there. I said, "Do I deserve a ticket for what I'm wearing?" He said, "No, you're good." No? You're good. <laughs> <laughs> he just he just felt sorry for you. 
you didn't walk out when you're supposed to. You shouldn't just, you know. Yeah, he was like, who's this guy wearing this? No one well is enjoying this. I know, no, no. Normally, typically, Bell getting hammered on the episodes. For seven episodes, now suddenly he feels like, oh, I'm on top of things. He was probably just like, who's this guy with a beanie wearing this three-day-old KO shirt? No one knows it's a three-day-old KO shirt. On which this is on the same day. Alright, uh, <laughs> one more guy which I personally love what's going on now is uh, Jinder Mahal mm. uh, from nowhere is now the number one contender for the title at, um, at Backlash and uh, the Bollywood brothers I, Bollywood I saw the potential bro I yes. saw the potential <laughs> I don't know why but <laughs> he's uh, he's not the number one contender they, they brought the Bollywood boys from uh, from uh, NXT why they didn't do anything in NXT uh, <laughs> they are, they are, they are, no it's just they saw their, their, their resume it was like Punjabi <laughs> yes get promoted straight away um, they've named them now what the Singh boys or the Singh brothers and uh, uh-huh. so it's going to be like a faction and they're going to bring up some more guys from NXT who are Punjabi and then bring them in as a faction this is uh, probably purely because if uh have the sec- one of the biggest markets in in for WWE now is in India and uh, TV rights and everything and our merchandise is slow and, and uh, ticket sales are a bit slow so I think by bringing by doing this they want to in- and they've got a new general manager in India as well so I think they're doing this to 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 boost merchandise sales to boost ticket sales and also to get better deals for their TV stuff because India is one billion people and uh, I think this is purely business but for me personally I'm just enjoying this I. I'm Jinder fan all the way, man. I haven't That's seen Bell as passionate on this show <laughs> compared to this subject right now. It's like Punjabi MC all over, his, man. Yeah. Fun fact, his grandfather used to wrestle for Vince McMahon Senior. You so have all his fans. Wow. This like when he went to check who his grandfather yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. This guy is a second generation superstar. <laughs> so, I mean, Randy, yeah, good, but Jinder. Oh, Randy, good, but <laughs> oh. Jinder, yeah. <laughs> Last week, you didn't even care who Jinder was. <laughs> When he was Rusev's psychic, did you care so much? When he was part of 3MB? I had had hope. (laughs) That's all I had. (laughs) You know, I think what would make Bell go absolutely nuts if Tiger Ali Singh returns to manage them. Oh my god. No, no, no. Funny thing about Bell is that he remembers great Kali matches and both of us don't. Okay, huh? okay. Fun. Just want to ask you guys, right, uh, yeah. Mark and Ashwin. Do you remember the Punjabi prison match? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There we go. No, but he, rem- he remembers what move was done when no. it was done. He's watched it, it on YouTube. Yeah. He shared the clips with us. Uh. JBL said he came early to the arena. That he just to see the whole setup. It was amazing. The Punjabi <laughs> prison match was amazing, and not only did <laughs> one of the most dumbest finishes I've ever seen in my life. No, okay. but, but they also had uh, Big Show and Undertaker who had a match in Punjabi prison match, so they didn't have to have Great Kali. The match was just good. Yeah, but to be fair, there's a it's a Punjabi prison. Look, does it look like that? Bam mm. knows all this one. I don't think they got bamboos all over. But <laughs> <laughs> knowing how the Americans think, probably they do think there's a lot of bamboos everywhere. <laughs> you're, you're hyping up the Punjabiness quite a lot, right? But just little a little. One side note, remember when a famous great Kali famously stepped over the ropes <laughs> and eliminated himself from the... Well, remember that? See, see, from my perspective... So Johnny doesn't make those mistakes. That, that, <laughs> I, I remember the Royal Rumble match when, when Bad Phoenix uh, took him out of the... Oh, that, was right? good. that was because he was such a gentleman. No other guy probably would have done that. He like, you know what? I, will sacrifice I, I love how you rewrite history. Yeah. I will sacrifice <laughs> yeah. myself for bet. So. He has lost matches on superstars and all. That's how bad he was. Let's not look at the past. No, but he let, he but wore a tutu, bro. He, he, when he first came in, he was destroying the Undertaker for fun. And then he became Punjabi playboy and all that. Yeah. Where he teamed up with Natalia and, and, and Hans Hogan. I choose to forget that whole few months. 
Till now he has only got two moves. He still can do more than two. He's made millions with two moves. It's fine. Roman Reigns has two moves. So yeah. no, now he's a seaman ambassador. <laughs> <laughs> In India, yeah, he's an ambassador for seamen. <laughs> All right, uh, we're gonna go to. Um, just gonna go back to Mark. Um, you went for you, this. Is your second WrestleMania, correct? Yes. Um, of course, much better than the WrestleMania mm-hmm. the previous year. Uh, even though both had Roman Reigns at the end, but um, what was your favorite? Not just WrestleMania, the whole week that you were there. Your favorite moment, or what you truly enjoyed from from that whole thing? Taking selfies. I think. Besides apart the, apart from taking selfies, selfies, I think. Obviously, the spectacle of WrestleMania was out of this world. But um, as you're watching the episode later on, yep. we got to meet a few of the superstars. And um, seeing Arvin actually at the Hall of Fame, I'm not going to spoil it too much, yep. interviewing some of the superstars. And like, they are people don't appreciate them much because the fact is, these WWE superstars, they don't just do shows on Raw and SmackDown. They do house shows. They travel. They do media interviews. They really do like have so much. And just meeting them and... Just getting the hospitality from yep. the whole WWE staff and stuff, it was really, really nice. And people nice. like, you know, like Baron Corbin, for instance, you'd expect yep. him to be this, like, this nasty guy. You can ask Arvin, he was, like, so nice, wasn't he? You know? yeah, so yeah. different from the on, on, yeah. on-air character. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'll tell you something what Mark did, and you should thank Mark for this. He went out all of his way to get Seth Rollins just to ask you one question. And what yeah. question did you ask? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my god! No, we watch it today. We watch it today. Oh my god! Oh, we watch it today. Please watch and listen to what question he asked. And if you are a Seth Rollins fan and oh you wish you were in Arvin's position, I asked to wish list. I asked two questions. Yeah, the, the first one was a request. You were supposed to ask only but one question. But the second but question was good. He was very impressed. Was yeah, like, oh. you should have just gone to the second question. Guys, eleven thirty. Eleven thirty. Watch what Arvin said. Send in your your comments to wish list. You can find Arvin on Facebook or his phone number or his house address. Just come. If you are a Seth Rollins fan, if you're angry, come and show your anger because <laughs> not everybody gets a chance like that. And you. No, Bloody no. blew it up. No, 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 it's really good. Watch it later. Inviting people to Hill Park Phase 5. This is what he did for Rumble. So he invited everyone to come over for Rumble. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> Alright, so. That's right. 11.30, guys. Uh, please watch it. Enjoy. And enjoy his question as well. Um, Mark, interestingly, you mentioned just now, um, watching wrestling now, that you, you feel like a lot of guys who had a lot of uh, push behind them at the start are really losing momentum. Can you just explain what, what do you... Yeah, I think it's bad booking. I mean, you look at Enzo and Cass. When they came in, they were so hot. And then, you know, now it's it, 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 it's a shame what's happening to them. They're on the pre-show. You look at people... Um, you know, like, I, I was watching like, The Ascension, for instance. Yep. They were the longest-running NXT champions. Tag team champions right? for in history at that time, yeah. And, like, you look at them now losing to... As much as I love Rosango, like, it was it was embarrassing. And they used to be these badass guys. And it's, is it because of NXT is my question? Is NXT kind of destroying some of the main superstars' careers a bit because so many people get pushed up? You look at the people like Shinsuke Nakamura, yep. um, Ty Dillinger, like, they all go up. So then that means there's less spots on the main rooster. So then those guys are going to get jobbed down. People like Bo Dallas, for yep. instance, who I think is really good. What's he doing now? Nothing. He so it's, it's former NXT champion. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like NXT is awesome. It builds up stars, but at the same time, it, it drops a lot of people down as well. You know. Do you, yeah. do, you, do you feel that they get pushed to the main roster too fast, or yeah. is it because the the crowd is so hot at NXT and when they come to WWE, it's more 
uh, what's the word? It's just more normal. Like my feeling is, don't push, don't bring someone up unless you've got a storyline. Apollo Cruz, fantastic athlete, of course, come up, done nothing. Ty yep. Dillinger, like for instance, yep. what's he doing now apart from just fighting? They're not going to give him a story. I feel. I mean, Nakamura, at least he's got something going with Dolph. Yep, but. Tight, like nothing and he's going to be forgotten about sooner or later and it's a bit of a shame so they should come in with a set storyline so they just come in and straight away start and, and, and have a storyline and have the build up but I also feel that uh, NXT is pure wrestling fans they really like their wrestlers mm-hmm. you come to, to, to the main roster there's a lot of conventional fans fans who just come because it's WWE yeah. so the whole momentum just drops and because the show is so long NXT is like another and you only get like 5-10 minutes of them so you really appreciate them and they come on you come to WWE you see them every other day every YouTube show every every segment every house show the whole thing just drops yeah. and maybe it's up to them to like push themselves yeah up. but I just worry the main superstars are gonna you know I think NXT is a great idea but like I feel like there's a lot of people who lose their momentum, you know, so fast because there's so many superstars to accommodate. Yeah. Now that's why the brand brand split was really perfect because it gives people a chance, like you know, like your number one fan, Ginger. You know, Ginger, <laughs> of course. Uh, Nakamura, I have, I have a thought. I have also read about it that they brought him on to the main roster now, and he his only uh, weakness is he can't speak English properly. And uh, but his whole gimmick and his whole charisma, everything carries him. And now he's in the main roster, and the only thing making him do is talk every week. He's just talking. His segments where he talks and that the crowd he gets found out isn't it that he can't really speak properly and then uh, he, and then Dolph, Dolph comes in and speaks and then makes fun of him that's not how Nakamura should be built if you're like a proper if you're a proper wrestling and you're booking Nakamura the, you shouldn't he should talk the least mm. I, you know what I mean and, yeah. Dol, and Dolph Ziggler is coming Dolph Ziggler is amazing on the mic and you're going up against uh, Nakamura who can't really speak so well it loses the momentum there have been articles about it like Nakamura's every week he's getting found out no, it's funny because on Talking Smack, uh, JBL actually said that when The Undertaker's gimmick was, was created back then, no one would believe it. And he actually compared The Undertaker to Nakamura. He actually said that he doesn't need to speak. His actions would, would do everything. And funny thing how they've now changed. They're no longer referring to him as Strong Style anymore. He's the artist now. They've taken yeah. out the word Strong Style. You'll hear less and less of Strong Style as time goes on. But I think with Nakamura, I think the entrance, the music, the, the talent in the ring, I think will carry him through. Uh, to probably and I think that that a lot of pure wrestling fans really want to see the Nakamura AJ Styles match which I think is what they've been talking about in some instances for Mania next year so that will be a big thing that will be awesome that'll isn't be, it did you guys see table for three yes yeah, yeah. recently with uh, Shawn Michaels with Shawn Michaels yeah oh, with AJ, Styles. AJ Styles and Shawn Michaels yeah, but I think Sean, Sean Sean is someone that when he says no it's done I think it's just they, they, you never know remember they, we had that rest in that booth thing they had the dream matches you wanted to see in access yeah he, oh, nice. he's a bit like Stone Cold they're perfectionists so they, they don't think they can put on 100% for some reason or another they will say no and uh, AJ Styles if, if you've offered AJ Styles to Shawn Michaels and we still say no who else can they offer him you know what I mean but yeah. who wouldn't love it, Shawn Michaels yeah. to come back you know so. I, I, going back to Mark's point about the, the wrestlers who are getting not getting their momentum up yep I would say that isn't one of the problems the Hardy Boys coming back that mm. Enzo and Kaz are now being pushed down. That is very so, true. You know, yeah, I mean, it was fun for all of us seeing the Hardy Boys come back. It could have been their moment, yeah. Enzo and Kaz. Enzo Kaz, I think, was supposed to win the title till Hardy yeah, Boys signed correct. the contract. So, I don't know, maybe sometimes I feel that bringing back some of the old guns kind of like hurts the product. You ask some people what was the highlight of. Yeah, I could, I mean, that's the thing. For me, it was the Hardy Boys. That, that, yeah. That's the thing. That's why, that's why I say, like, is the current crop now. Mm that great that they can do without the old guys and it looks like the answer is no no um, 
every time they come back when Goldberg came back and had like yeah. what two minutes of matches in that whole six yeah. months, uh, uh, sh- ratings shot through the roof, uh, merchandise shot through the roof. Not only for him, but everybody else, because now people start watching the product. Yeah. They start watching other guys they like as well, and uh, so yeah, I think it's true. The, the current crop itself are not uh, selling enough yeah. merchandise. You can't compare with the Attitude Era when you've reached that peak. Everything else seems below. So every time we bring back somebody, even Anadika, who is like wrestling on one leg, literally <laughs> comes in has more momentum than every other guy who is there every week. So yeah. it hurts the product. It also benefits the product as well. I agree. Um, I want to come back to Mark, our special guest, of course. Um, what made you like wrestling from the start? Like everybody here, I'm sure, has a moment where they're like, this is when I started like liking yeah. wrestling. When was yours? I've got to say, the one match for me that really, I was like, wow. And it's a shame because we don't get these matches anymore. Yep. I understand we're in the PG era. was the Head in the Cell six-man match. Oh. Kurt Angle, Rikishi, Undertaker. Rockstone Cold. I saw that and I was like, because I'm only 25, so I think I was maybe 11 years old. Or t- I was just like, wow, this is crazy. And it's a shame you don't see that kind of stuff anymore. Um, but those kind of matches I loved. But yep. I also do love now how the entertainment factor is a lot. Because I'm, I'm an entertainer as well, and I like the drama. Yep. Um, I mean, I know there's a lot of wrestling fans that are like, oh, you know, I don't like all these acting. I prefer yep. it. It's just wrestling. Yep. I actually like, I think the storyline's really entertaining. I, I think it's, I know it's fake, like, of course, but... It's some of the storylines are so cool, so funny, yep. and I appreciate you know the way they are on the mics and stuff. For instance, I I like to judge that. Um, but that match for me, that kind of era really kind of got me going. So yeah, because each character was a bona fide superstar, and you put six of them in a hell in a cell. Yeah, but you, <laughs> don't, you don't get that much anymore, do you? It's no, really. like TLC, like those matches with the Hardys, Ed Christians, Dudleys. Oh, I just remember them, and I was like, ah oh, man. Like, nah. Yeah, but I think if you put six of the best superstars in the current crop in a hell in a cell. Will not be even close to what you've right. seen, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. yeah. So, Ashwin, you, yes. your wrestling Oof. introduction into the world I of wrestling. I got into wrestling because of my elder brother. So he he's the one who started watching wrestling, and uh, that's when I got involved in watching yeah. wrestling. In the first, I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think one of the first matches I saw was Ken Shamrock versus uh, The Rock at the Royal Rumble. That was a. Uh, I think it was in '98. Okay, yeah. It was 98. Uh, and then... Uh, I'm, sure you, I'm sure your favourite match would have been like Trish versus Lita in a Brian Panties match. Uh, like that, no? <laughs> I don't know, not really. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, my, my, my <laughs> Everything was so awkward. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> What's that? But it's Arvind Summer, don't that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I... Probably, like, after that, I started supporting Triple H and yeah. Big Fan DX. And if I were to say, like, my best ever match I would have watched... Yeah. Would probably be it wouldn't be a uh, it would be uh, NXT from Bailey versus Sasha Banks the, oh. the, the day Bailey won the NXT act, uh, women's title. I think that match is one of the best matches I've ever agreed, seen. Agreed, it's it, they've it changed. Unbelievable. They've changed women wrestling forever. Yeah, yeah. unbelievable. Suresh, uh, for me, is watching it with my dad and late grandpa when I was five. Back when it was on TV One on Wednesdays. Oh, wow, yeah. was it? Yeah. yeah, that was back in the day, man. Back in the <laughs> yeah. day. Casket match. Uh, oh. We call that the... Hulk Hogan versus Undertaker. Mm. Yep. yep. That was a highlight for me. So, 91. Yeah. 91. Yep. Okay. It was five, man. Alvin, I know it's you and your 
Yeah. So it's me and my dad granddad uh watching the Undertaker's debut. So I had the privilege of watching the first Undertaker match. Were you scared when you saw him coming on? No, my granddad just thought he was everything. He thought Undertaker <laughs> means no one else wins. So that was a nice memory to have, but uh favorite match yeah. defining moment for me is uh Shawn Michaels Iron Man match with Bret Hart. Oh, mm. that was amazing. Yeah. For me uh was uh the first time in on TV when I was 10 and I saw Mick Foley coming on with that help with that mask and that lighting and all like what the hell was this and then the next ma- the next person I mean the person who was fighting it was Kane so you see Kane's entrance you Mick Foley's entrance you're like wow this is something different and then we got hooked on it uh my parents wished they didn't on the TV for me that day but yeah <laughs> so um this has been an amazing show I'm so happy to get Mark here and Ashwin and you guys you. are super busy thank you you're off to australia for the sudeman cup yep. so good luck to malaysia thank you uh, very much gold coast wasn't it yes 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 oh. yep. get some tan in of course yes. well i need okay. to to catch up with you malaysian yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks for having us on the show and thank you so guys, much guys if you want to watch wishlist at 11:30 make sure you do 810831 uh, see arvin's journey yep. um, yeah and uh, if you have any wishes send all your wishes to wishlist at astro.com.my and follow us on our instagram wishlisttv And uh, we're going to talk about re- the contract talks after this, right? We are. Um, so next week will be me, yeah. Belvin, with Ashwin, and Mark next week. So we want to yeah. say we want to say thank you to Arvin and Suresh Arvin, for yeah. all your contribution. Thank you guys. Uh, oh, I, I, I like Suresh. Oh, I, like Suresh. Suresh. Yeah, I just think Arvin. Arvin. Oh, yeah. sorry, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> we can do four actually. Yeah. So they were super nice on the trip because yeah. they had to be the right. Over. They had yeah, to be. But now, now it's like I'm getting ragged. Arvin, Arvin, Arvin that's the difference I'm between. So, I'm sorry, Sunshine, but the trip is over. We're bros, we're friends. Sorry, we're friends, man. You're still not getting the video. The cameras aren't rolling. So. Yeah, <laughs> they were paid to do what they did, but yeah. now it's no, we gen- yeah. we're genuinely connected. We had some moments. I like how you were saying it. They just yeah, yeah. they're just yeah. denying nah. it, just yeah. being shy. That's all. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, well, one-sided love. <laughs> yeah. <way. laughs> Uh, Bell's just happy, you know. Um, so, but yeah, I love this. I, can you come back every week? Like, <laughs> yeah. I'll spend you lunch or something. <laughs> <laughs> so, this has been uh, episode eight, a special collaboration with Wishlist. Uh, we have Ashwin and Mark and Suresh and Arin. I love this show. I think this show is really good. One of the best shows we've ever had. Um, like I said, uh, please, we want to make your wish come true. Astro is doing this. Please submit your entries. Don't be shy. Go for it. You never know. Go for the interview. If you're really passionate, they'll know how passionate you are. You will be on the plane to wherever you want to go. Uh, so, thank you guys for tuning in. 11.30, don't forget tonight. Channel Mark? 810 and 831 There in HD. And episode 8, this is a wrap. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Bye. Cheers. Cool. You can also find Royal Rambles on iTunes, Stitcher, Facebook and Twitter. Links are in the description below. Thanks. <laughs>